Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. On this episode of Big Boys Don't Cry, we discuss the film Road Trip. You don't have to have seen the film to enjoy the podcast, but if you do proceed and listen without having seen it, just be aware there may be spoilers. Enjoy. But yeah, as I was, I was just saying on our other show, we we're on a real kind of year two thousand nostalgia trip right now, aren't we? We are. We we were just talking about a new metal band called Coal Chamber, who do not appear in this movie. Unfortunately, it would make it much more exciting if they did. No, Road Trip didn't have a band appearing in it. More's the pity. Unlike American Pie from last week, which came out in nineteen ninety nine. So I assume that for the next few episodes, we're going to do a film. Next week, we're going to do one from two thousand and one, and then we're going to work our way up to now. I think that's a, that's a good idea. Actually, we should do that until we reach uh, what what were our special months? <laughs> Schneidloon. Schneid Schneidloon, which do. is I, I realised something about that the other day, which is that there's no L in Schneider, and that I've added that because it, last year it was Sandloon for Adam Sandler, so really it should be kind of Schneidloon, but that doesn't really work. <laughs> so Schneidloon sounds better, even though Schneid, the L yeah. is is fake. Uh, th- it's it's uh it's or the schnoon. opposite of, <laughs> it's the opposite of a silent letter in a word we've added one in yeah no it's schnoon it should be <laughs> no schneidloon it is i like the extra <laughs> schnoon. um so yeah i we should do that that'd be good but um but but there was a band in road trip but i don't know if they were an actual band no, you're not thinking of the band in euro trip that was fronted by matt damon but is an actual real band <laughs> Lustra. No, there was a there's a band playing at Not Stifler's party. Oh, so there is, yeah. But I don't know. I I haven't seen anywhere that anything that says that they're a real. It was a real band. No, I think it you're right. It doesn't turn up in trivia. It may well have been a real band, but it doesn't it doesn't show up in the trivia anywhere. But it wasn't a big band of the time, like Blink One Eight Two. Or I'm surprised that Limp Biscuit didn't do anything like appearing in any films like this. It, they were too busy getting fred durst into the fight club video game oh yeah (laughs) (laughs) um which yeah that's an actual thing that happened everyone in case you in case i haven't talked about it on this podcast i've definitely talked about it on the new metal podcast um but i don't think i've talked about it here but yeah fred durst (laughs) fight club video game god i love it um but no we're, we're here today to talk about road trip we we watched american pie and decided well, I decided we need to watch something considerably stupider than American Pie. So we've gone for a film that was released very soon afterwards, Road Trip. It's about a road trip and there's sex and drugs. Very soon afterwards with one of the same people and some other people who could well be the same people because they're all kind of <laughs> similar people from from the time. I- idiotic young white men yeah, go have, have hijinks. Is a, is a genre of movie that has been part of director Todd Phillips's entire um, history of making films, hasn't it? But enough Star- about Joker. I've still, I've still not seen it. <laughs> I was about to say enough about the G.D. Allen documentary he did. I haven't seen that either. It's it's really interesting, actually. That fun fact for everyone: the first film that Todd Phillips did was a documentary about G.G. Allen and the Murder Junkies, um, and he he interviews them and he shows live footage of them and talks, you know, and it talks about the um, the the impact that they had, um, and it's it's very interesting. All right. Yeah, it's really, really good. And then he went from that to doing a documentary about frat boys um, to doing, uh, I think he did another documentary about fish as well. That's right. With with a PH. Um, And then... (laughs) Yeah, not fish as in like marine biology. And then after that, so after doing these three documentaries, he's like, right, let's let's make Road Trip (laughs) the stupidest movie of all time. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> a film of very little substance. Yeah, that's the thing. I'm genuinely quite surprised that someone who made a documentary about someone as interesting as Gigi Allen then made something as boring and silly as this. 
it's an incredible incredibly stupid movie and but I that think, was the time wasn't it i think it was yeah. it's like you're gonna make a kind of a silly sex comedy the bar was just very low wasn't it yeah yeah it, it was incredibly low um let's put some some silly boner jokes and some silly drug jokes into a movie it's like who's 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 a funny guy who's around at the time let's get tom green and everything <laughs> will just tom sort of green, everything will just sort of hang off tom green yeah. it's like this film thinks that the whole story is hanging off of just tom green being tom green and it just doesn't work at all does it <laughs> well the thing is that he's not even a proper part he's he's the comic relief between the main story he doesn't even go on the road trip he doesn't go on the road trip which i think is a real um is a real failure um although speaking of failures this movie did come out before freddie got fingered yes um, that was the year after yeah which is the tom green directed movie which was a huge failure um it made it made just about back its budget it got loads of razzie nominations and got panned critically yeah did you see that back in the day no i watched it a few years later um, I think I was at university when I when I watched it, and there's there's something about the absurdist comedy and just the sheer hilarity of someone watching Tom Green at some point and thinking, let's give this guy his own movie um, <laughs> that is actually genuinely hilarious. So maybe we should watch, maybe not for this yeah. podcast. I haven't <laughs> seen it since yet. Yeah, around that time, or when I was in about year nine, year ten, when we thought it was amazing because it was some of the most disgusting stuff you've ever seen on screen yeah. and some of the weirdest <laughs> stuff. But yeah, it's, it's either the most depraved, gross-out, disgusting film that never should have been made, or it's a Dadaist masterpiece, depending on who you talk to. <laughs> why why, why not Why not both? Well, yeah, why not both? But you actually touched upon something there, which is the, the thing about you look at films like that and you think, how did this get made? How did a studio greenlight this? And then it's sort of, it's taking the piss out of that whole process, isn't it? By yeah, making a film yeah. so disgusting with studio, with the backing of a studio. So there's something to be said for that, even if it is probably quite horrible, but I've not much memory of it, to be honest. Yeah, and I think that's kind of the main point of the plot, isn't it? Is he's a he's a cartoonist and people keep throwing money at him and he keeps being terrible. And that that's what I remember about the plot, apart from Daddy, would you like some sausages? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Which occasionally so just bizarre. gets stuck in my head for no reason. Um but <laughs> Yeah, road trip. Road trip is very much of its era of stupid sex comedy, and 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 I think Todd Phillips is a bit of an underrated director. And let me let me explain. Starsky and Hutch, starring Snoop Dogg. What more do you need? Old school is funny. Starsky and Hutch is funny. He worked on some of the story elements of Borat. Um, unfortunately, then The Hangover was a massive success, and he got stuck making. Two I've never more. seen it. Have you not? No, oh, never seen any of them. If you imagine a more streamlined version of Road Trip that's more palatable, that's what The Hangover is. And uh, right. it's a worse version of Road Trip. Does anyone put a live mouse in their mouth in The Hangover? No, no, they do not. Does anyone have a snake jump on them and bite them and then whirl around the room thrashing <laughs> the fake, obviously very fake snake around and going, ah! No, they do not. More's the pity. <laughs> some of, some of that grotesque stuff does turn up um, in the later movies. In the first one, there is a tiger, um, and then in the second one, and particularly the third one, um, in the third one, spoiler alert: a giraffe gets decapitated by a low-hanging bridge. Oh, lovely! Um, <laughs> it's, uh, but what happens with the later Hangover movies? It's kind of like Todd Phillips is looking at the audience and saying, "Oh yeah, you like this disgusting shit, do you? Well, fuck you! I'm going to make it more disgusting and more horrible, and we'll see how you like that." And the <laughs> audience has just kept going back <laughs> for more. <laughs> um, but then he made he made War Dogs, which apparently is is quite good. Um, the, the dark comedy about gun runners. All oh, right, it's not a, a dog film. No, no, not about dogs in war. Oh, not, it's not Paw Patrol. Um, <laughs> the 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 the, the, the spin off of Paw Patrol where they become a paramilitary unit. Um, <laughs> I hate Paw Patrol. By the way, <laughs> we've never shown it to my my son, and we will not be showing it to our children. It is I'm a gonna, fascist cartoon. <laughs> I'm going to sneakily show him Paw Patrol. <laughs> uh, funnily enough. Um, I'm selling one of my guitars and this guy came to look at it today. He must have been 80 years old. Lovely guy. 
and he's talking to me about his grandkids because you know it's all my son's stuff about and he was saying yeah oh the gruffalo i love the gruffalo you know parent of young children chat and he said you know what i don't care for is this poor patrol and i was like yes i like you <laughs> um that that's that's great um and then finally joker which is an underrated movie um be, people love it or hate it the reality is it's pretty damn good and it's got a nice anti-capitalist message but loads of people are like meh it's pro incel no it's not get some media literacy you idiots i'd like to see it it's it's, it's an it. interesting film it basically says capitalism is bad and stop pinning your hopes on billionaires to make society better um perfectly fine message um but yeah so so he's had an interesting career but it's starting out in terms of theatrical release um you know story written fictional works road trip is such a weird place for a director who'd sometimes go into interesting territory isn't it yeah and in a way it's good because i think a lot of people who do this stuff early on in their careers then end up doing nothing else right yeah, like uh, the writer, but the co-writer of this, who who went on to write um, Scott Armstrong, Scott yeah, so with Scott, one T. So he wrote old school. Um, he wrote Starsky and Hutch, um, and then wrote Semi Pro, and has produced stuff like Search Party, um, and has kind of never never escaped from what is silly, Search Party? I've silly, never heard of this silly man comedy. Um. It is uh, apparently not very good. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, yeah. So. So. Yeah. It's. Um, yeah. So he's never really escaped from from the kind of template that the road trip set. Whereas at least Todd Phillips has has. I'm thinking of someone him. like someone like McGee, you know, who just yeah. does really really silly, terrible action action comedy idiotic films. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Um, one- Joseph McGinty Nickel. <laughs> <laughs> which i don't know why that always makes me laugh that that's, that's a his brilliant real name that's a brilliant name you can see why he, why he, um why he changed it um or, or rather goes by something else one one interesting thing is that he did a movie that's actually really good fun called the babysitter oh yeah um which which is which is it's a it's a netflix original uh, he did that and then they did a sequel and basically it's about um this 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 kid who stays up past his bedtime and finds out that his babysitter's part of a satanic cult and it's it's a really funny sort of um mixture between like a coming of age story and a um and like a uh, a horror comedy um oh, okay. and yeah it fits that middle ground really well samara weaving is the babysitter and she's i don't know if you've watched anything with her in but she's fantastic no. she's fantastic in everything um and um she's in um trying to think of things you might have seen have you watched nine perfect strangers no, I've heard, I've heard good things about that. Oh, she's Hugo Weaving's niece. Oh, really? I did not know that. Um, but yeah, she, she's she's very very good. Um, and yeah, I, I was very surprised. So McGee sometimes does good things. He he was heavily involved in Supernatural, the most oh, right. um, okay, the most homoerotic of Supernatural uh, monster of the week shows. Um, so yeah, he's he's done good stuff here and there. But you're right that he's very much fits this template, doesn't he? um of of bad bad yeah it's in a different way yeah but road trip at least didn't become a franchise there is apparently a sequel but there's only one one director video road trip beer pong which was nine years later at that point who has nostalgia for that film in 2009 (laughs) like all the people who like idiots who like us who would have watched it in 2000 and thought it was funny or around that time we were almost leaving university at that point. Yeah. Like, who is that for? Um, was Did anyone return? Oh, I see that DJ Qualls returned. Yeah, he was... The, and Rhoda Griffiths, who was the, the woman who kissed Tom Green. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so, yeah well known. DJ Qualls re, reprised his iconic role of Kyle. <laughs> He's a person who I like, DJ Qualls. Yeah, he was also in Scrubs, um, and I really liked him in that. And he's done some interesting stuff, I think. And he's an underrated actor. Yeah, yeah, definitely. He's done some. He's done all sorts over the years, um, and I think yeah, underrated definitely. The Road Trip was his first film, so it it's was... unfair to judge him on that. No, and I think for him, he's 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 maybe the the least horrible human being in this movie. I yeah, he's. 
sort of he's almost likable, isn't yeah, he? Yeah, yeah. He's he he has a he has a a character arc. He comes yeah. he comes out of his shell and and learns to stand up to his dad and to be his own independent person and have fun. Um, and yeah, that's that's nice. It's the only person who that happens to. Everyone else either learns nothing or is vindicated for their their terrible actions. their terrible behavior yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um so road trip road trip is about an awful human being who cheats on his girlfriend accidentally mails the sex tape of him having sex with another woman to his girlfriend because of course at the time it was all about sex tapes yeah um and then... or either that or live streaming this actually is less high tech than american pie isn't it yes but more I imagine more realistic in that approach. I don't know many people who are actually live streaming stuff in in America. Yeah. Era. Um, and then so they have to go on a cross country road trip to um, from Ithaca, New York, to um, Austin, in Texas, and and hijinks ensue along the way. Um, so our main character, Joss, Joss, <laughs> Josh, Joss Whedon, yeah. Joss Whedon. Um, <laughs> speaking of awful human beings, um, yeah, Josh. He he recruits um, his his best friend, um, who is called Ruben. His best friend, generic best friend guy. He smokes weed. He That's smokes what we need weed. To know about him. He looks a bit guy. like Kevin from American Pie. The actor whose name I can, can't remember. That's true. He does look a lot like Kevin from American Pie. He's in some cool movies, though. He's in um, Splinter, which is a decent horror movie. He was in uh, the first series of The Expanse, a fantastic sci-fi series. He's done some good stuff since this, All right. um, which is which is interesting. He also was in uh, Joey, the Friends spin-off. Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> oh, and it's so he was in Animorphs. Was he I never saw the TV show, but I used to oh, love the man. books. That is incredible. I think everyone our age read those books. Yeah, right? They were so good. They were um, in every school library. So yeah, so Paolo Costanzo, um, we stan. We stan, we stan Rubin, the weed man. And he's Canadian. Oh, there we go. What more do you As is to Tom know? Green. Um, but al- alongside Rubin, he recruits Kyle, played by DJ Quills, because he has a car and he has a credit card and they need that money. Um, and then yeah. he, 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 and he's a nerd who's jerking off when they knock on his door. Of yes, course. of course he is. Um, and then he recruits not Stifler, E L. He goes by, and that's Sean Williams yeah. playing basically Stifler, but in college instead of high school. Um, and that, that's yeah, literally exactly the same character. I'd, I'd say what actually he's like a toned down. Stifler, he's not as he? yeah, he's not as um, he doesn't really actually have a sense of humor, does he? Like Stifler <laughs> has all those lines where he's like, "I'll look for you guys in the no fucking section," whereas this guy just doesn't have anything like that. No, he doesn't have any banter. Does no, he? the only banter he has is when he speaks to Josh's penis um, at the beginning. Oh yeah, and which is super weird. That's that's and as, creepy. as far as you get. Um, but the cast, the cast is um surprisingly good um so you've got you've got our main four um but then you've got amy smart um who plays who plays beth um who is great i really like amy smart in general i think she's she's underused and has been underused for a long time um you've got anthony rapp who plays a creepy ta um who's been in all sorts of great (laughs) stuff over the years um you've got rachel blanchard um, as yeah, the, Nancy from Peep Nancy Show. Nancy from Peep Show, um, uh, and and other stuff. She was in um, Flight of the Concord. She's well. in the Fargo TV series. Again, re- really great. What are you doing in this movie? I know it's early in your career, yeah. But come on, um, you. She only has like two yeah, scenes. Um, you've got Fred Ward. Uh, you've got, as mentioned, the 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 greatest actor of all time, Tom Green. Uh, you've got Andy Dick as well. <laughs> I don't know if you noticed Andy Dick's cameo yeah. as the motel guy. Yeah. Um <laughs> the long-haired weird motel guy. And um and Ethan Supley as well from uh from My from Name My is Name Earl. Is Earl. <laughs> yeah. Um it's uh it's yeah, it's it's a veritable smorgasbord of incredible actors in this movie. <laughs> yeah. Mary Lynn Rice Cup as blind brenda oh, yes yeah yeah gail the snails in this as well yeah <laughs> um which is and her off of punch drunk love gail okay gail the snail <laughs> always gail the snail um so yeah it's uh 
it's it's a movie isn't it they 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 get into some really tame hijinks it's a film in which loads of stuff happens but also absolutely nothing happens yeah do you know what i mean yeah 100%. it just sort of chugs along and you're like what's happening now are they going there okay fine yeah yeah they just they just shuffle along they accidentally blow up their car at one point um they go to a all black fraternity um, and obviously that's funny because they're white. Yeah. Um, obviously <laughs> funny. Yeah. In in 2000, that was funny. <laughs> exactly. Um, and then you've... Where they're all dancing to It's Tricky by Run DMC. Yeah. And then Kyle, Kyle does a dance. Kyle does a dance well and they all accept him, this nerdy white guy, because he's fun and nice. And then, and then he loses, he his, loses virginity. his virginity to a, to a girl that then becomes his girlfriend. And it's all very pleasant. Yeah. And then um, they they give an old man some weed, and then he hallucinates his dog talking because that's what that's what marijuana does to you. You hallucinate on the marijuana, yeah, the wacky tobacco. You, you can tell that all of the people who made this film had smoked the drugs, They're, all sorts of drugs, fucked up on the drugs. To quote the greatest band of all time, Edema. <laughs> Edema. Um, <laughs> it's uh, yeah. Um, what else happens? Nonsense There's happens. A- Tom Green stays behind to look after the snake. Yeah. And occasionally it cuts to that because it's funny. Yeah. And to be fair, I enjoy the Tom Green hijinks more than the road trip hijinks. I must admit, um, he sings the song about the little salmon. I was in stitches <laughs> yeah, for that. exactly. I, I had a nostalgic hit when that appeared, but that, that is really funny and a yeah, very surreal... Uh, that's like perfect sort of 2000s surrealism, isn't it, that you don't really get now. Yeah, it was it was absolutely because it's very stupid. <laughs> it was absolute nonsense, and I was fully here for it. Um, sure, and can tiny we? Tiny salmon goes. <laughs> let's see. Let's see if we, if we can. Yeah, tiny salmon swimming in a stream. Tiny salmon chasing that impossible dream. That's the right. The minor bird yeah. says "corka core." The chimpanzee says "ee ee 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 ee." The friendly and then owl, Stifler makes some noises too. Yeah, the friendly owl says "hoo hoo hoo," but the camels can only say "blah blah 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 blah," blah. <laughs> and it's sad. <laughs> makes you think. That clip's on YouTube. I have watched that since watching this film. So that's something. Yeah. That, not every film that we watch on this show has me wanting to watch a clip of it on YouTube after the fact. So no, well I, done to Road Trip. Yeah, for that. I, I do enjoy the Tom Green sub story about him trying to get the 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 snake that he's looking after to eat the mouse and his weird obsession with wanting to see the snake eat the mouse is 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 creepy and funny at the same time um yeah which is very much his thing yes yeah um he also then of course gets bitten by the snake and then accidentally throws it at the creepy ta and it then bites him and wraps around his neck that's also very funny um I yeah, I appreciate those bits of the movie a lot more than the main plot. To be honest with you, um, it's uh, yeah. So there are things in this that are funny, but overall, uh, there's not enough stuff to really make it cohere into something that's like impactfully funny. It's more just like the surreal, idiotic moments. Yeah, yeah, one hundred percent. And it doesn't have, you know, on, on the last week's episode, I talked a little bit about how actually the the messaging of American Pie at the end is surprisingly progressive for a movie like American Pie. This does not have no, but it does have a, a main guy who's sort of like a poor man's Paul Dano. <laughs> <laughs> Poor man's Paul Dano. Yeah, the main guy who I did, whose name I couldn't even Brecken, remember. Brecken Meyer. Yeah, I, I don't see any similarities with Moonface McGee, the captain of the. You don't think Brecken Meyer's got a Moonface? No, no. I I think Paul Dano is just a circular boy, a smooth. Yeah, no, he's not circular. A smooth face. Um. Have you not seen anything else with him in? He was in Rat Race, if you remember. Rat Race, I have seen, yeah, yeah. yeah. And now he has a very good beard. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, And then, if you remember Clueless, he was the stoner um, skater boy guy. Of course he was, yeah. We talked about that early on. Um, So he's he's done some good stuff. He's done some good stuff. Um, Yeah. And, but uh, in this, he's just boring. In this, he? yeah, he's he's the most boring character. All he's got is, I slept with Amy Smart, I must get my, my thing back, and I'm going to complain at every point along the way. Because I think they steer away from making him a comic figure because they, they want 
you, they want to think that you actually care about the romantic plot when actually you don't. You're just there to see Tom Green put a mouse in his mouth. Yeah, exactly. And and, that's... and maybe to see some boobs because in the year 2000 there wasn't anywhere else to see boobs. <laughs> oh, so they put a lot of boobs you, in you it. You had to watch sex comedies to see boobs. That's right. Um, yeah. <laughs> and yeah, and, and that kind of, um, the kind of template here of straight guy, funny guy, dickhead guy, weird guy, is yeah. is what was used in the Hangover movies as well, where right. very similar. It's a, it's a tale as old as time. Yeah, yeah. Um, very very similar template. And unfortunately, Breck and Meyer got cast as the boring guy, the straight man, um, and can't really do anything. What funny things does he do in this movie? He he wrestles a man and gets thrown into a table. Um, that's about it. The rest of the funny stuff happens to the the rest of them, doesn't it? He owns a Nintendo 64, I noticed. Oh, really? Oh. So that means he's a good boy. Um, not Stifler, Sean William Scott. He gets fingers up his bum. And he likes it. And he likes it. That's funny. Imagine liking that. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> yeah. Um, and uh, what happens to, to Rubin? Rubin gets to smoke weed with an old man who knows what weed is and talks about sex. And then there's a talking dog, because why not? Yeah. Um, DJ Quolls, of course, gets uh, to have sex with a woman. He's a nerd who gets to have sex, which yeah. is every nerd's dream, right? Yeah, um, and gets to stand up to his dad. Um, excellently played by Fred Ward, I must add. Yeah. He pulls his gun out all the time. Um, so <laughs> He's a some... perfect angry dad. It's, yeah. it's like they couldn't get Chris Cooper, but they got this guy. Right? <laughs> yeah, and I, I love Fred Ward. <laughs> I think he's very funny. Um, obviously in Tremors as um, as Earl... Uh, extremely good. Um, Wasn't his character name in this Earl as well? <laughs> it was Earl as well. I like to think it's the same guy. He made good after fighting off those underground worms. His name um, is Earl. <laughs> his name is Earl. Um, but yeah, I, I think those moments again in that side plot where they where he thinks that his son has been kidnapped, um, and you get the very chipper um, crime scene investigator going oh well the good news is it doesn't look like there was a struggle and we haven't found any signs of semen yet (laughs) actually well like that bit as well done as well and then his sort of journey to try and catch up with them and find out what's happened um is good but yeah unfortunately the central gimmick of this movie the actual road trip is diabolical um extremely unfunny yeah and there's a framing device of tom green telling it to some students looking around the university because he's still there for some reason and that's just like, oh, whatever. Yeah, it's it's fine. I like him slowly making out with the mum. Um, but overall, it's just a bit pointless. And, and him him getting things wrong um, and, and just lying about stuff is... It works fine. Tom, Tom Green is the kind of glue that holds together these disparate elements of this movie. And yeah. it doesn't work because it's it's Tom Green. It's not super glue. It's Pritt Stick. It's you know, Pritstick. It's going to last the rest of the day and then it's about yeah. it. Then it'll start flaking off. Yeah. Um, so it's, it's yeah, it's, um, it's not great, but it's not the worst thing we've watched. Oh, no, but it's by no means the worst thing that we've watched. I don't think any of it is actually that objectionable. And stuff that we might have thought was really outrageous at the time actually is, it seems sort of pretty tame now, doesn't it? Yeah, it's it's not actually a particularly horrible movie. This isn't even up to bridesmaid standards of gross out. No, um, I mean, nobody poops in the street. Is there <laughs> this, any poop? Is there jokes? any poop? I don't think there's any poop. This is a sex movie, not a poo movie. I, I was watching it, thinking, when's one of them going to take a shit in the back of the bus or something like yeah, that? Yeah, and 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 they don't. Or when like Stifler walks into the school for the blind or something, you're like, oh, there's going to be something to do. There's with- going to be some kind of poo joke. And it's worth pointing out that it's a very horrible scene, and it kind of that's meant to make you think that this guy has zero morals whatsoever because he does literally steal a bus from a school for the for the blind, and they're all fine um, with it. And 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 there they're all just like, okay, well, we've got to go and get this sex tape back. Fuck them blind kids. Um, not an actual quote from the movie, but, but you wouldn't be surprised. Pretty much could be. <laughs> um, uh, but yeah, it's it it overall though it's pretty it's pretty tame. There's a pointless scene where Beth goes looking for him and goes to Boston instead of Austin, um, and accidentally yeah breaks up a couple, which is very yeah pointless. Yeah, it d- doesn't really add anything to the movie whatsoever, but it does give you an opportunity to see the Todd Phillips cameo where he's the creepy foot guy on the bus. Oh, yeah. Um, 
<laughs> but it's um yeah yeah she kind of journeys about a bit but doesn't really do very much um underused i think amy smart in this film yeah definitely um, which is a shame because at the beginning you kind of um you kind of get a little bit of chemistry between her and, and boring mcgee don't you the straight man yeah and the the scene where they the the sex scene at the beginning, you're like, okay, I believe this. This yeah, is actually the, like the are... setup for a romantic thing. I could actually believe. Maybe yeah. like the um like one or two of the re- relationships in something like American Pie with Oz and Mina Sivari or whatever, something like that. They don't have sex, but it's like you could believe it. Yeah, you? The, these are two people that that find each other attractive and enjoy each other's company, and you do kind of get that vibe, which you don't get from anybody else in this film. Um, no but for for a sex comedy this is a very male centric movie in terms of who's on the screen and i know a lot of sex comedies have male main characters but they spend a lot of time around women um are there any female driven sex comedies of this era i highly doubt it because i can't think of any (laughs) no i i highly doubt it um, this was a very male-dominated subgenre of comedy of this particular scar-filled era. <laughs> I mean that both as the music yeah. and emotional one, one scarring. Of the, one in Eurotrip, it's a few years later. But one of the group of the archetypal group of four was a woman. She was, yes. I think that's probably as close as we get. Um, but often in sex comedies, you'd even have, you know, scenes where there, there's that brilliant. Um, there's that brilliant Always Sunny in Philadelphia episode where they go to the mountain. And have you seen the mountain episode? I don't know if I have. Oh, it's it's so good. And it's it's a spoof of of like skiing sex comedies and those kind of sports sex comedies of the eighties. And there's a scene where one of these people like drills a hole in the wall and is watching women in the changing rooms. And it's like, oh man, this is such a cool prank. And and the the gang for once are the moral foundation of the <laughs> the scene and like no dude that that's assault <laughs> that's, that's that's harassment um and 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 those the those kind of mo- scenes you kind of expect in in sex comedies those kind of like but like in american pie where they're spying on the sex scene between the two characters right um, whereas whereas here there's very few scenes with women in it there's one scene in tom green's imagination where women have their boobs out but the the vast majority of this movie is solely spent in four bros having a good time in a car yeah or in a diner with a guy rubbing french toast on his balls yeah it's it's very unsexy for a sex comedy i'm just yeah i don't know if it i mean it's it's listed as a sex comedy on wikipedia but on the the wikipedia page just as an aside at the bottom it says see also ribaldry and penis jokes (laughs) really that's incredible um yeah it's it's um and it it's, covers all the sex comedies from different nations. I suppose, what else did you have from this era? You had not another teen movie, which is more of a parody. Oh, yeah. That's one of those. They did a lot of parody movies around that time, didn't they? Like yeah. Scary Movie and whatever. Mm. Not another teen movie was one that we sh- we watched a lot at school, actually. And we sort of, that was the first time we had something that was like a parody like that of something that we liked, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Um, I suppose you had Dude, Where's My Car? That must have been around this time as well. Yeah, yeah. But that's sort of moving towards the stoner end of things, isn't mm, it? Mm. Um, it was a short-lived, horrible era of cinema. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> um, yeah. So, so yeah, it's it's not a... There's, there's, yeah, there's very little meat in these gym mats there's very little sex in this sex comedy no there isn't it's like it gives you the sex at the beginning so you you think oh it's a sex comedy and then actually there isn't really any it's then it's too busy yeah having yeah making the nerd not be a nerd and stuff yeah it's it's a it's 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 a boys only club of a sex comedy did you notice by the way at the end when um Kyle's dad shows up and he defies him and he's like, yeah, dad, I'm not going to listen to you anymore. And then the two campus security guys are trying to take down Kyle's dad with his gun. One of them was Todd Barry, who oh, you really? as, from, as Todd in Flight of the Concords, who plays yeah. the bongos after, after the doggy bounce. That's that's funny that there's there's multiple, um, multiple Flight of the Concords alum in this. Yeah. I well, see this is pre-Concords. But... Yeah, yeah. Yeah, pr- pr- what's the uh, what's the opposite of alumni? Um, alumnu. 
alumni. That's what we'll go with. I just made that up. Iranu. No, I like it. Uvavu. Tehanu. Tehanu. That's the one. Keanu. But yeah, it's it's uh, yeah, you're right. It's it's a particularly it's 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 not particularly out there, is it? No, not really. And there's a scene, isn't there, where um. It's like it's all, all the women have their boobs out and they're kind of talking in a self-aware way about it and being like, oh, this is just a male fantasy um, where like it tries to be self-aware. But because the rest of the film is so kind of just conforms to that, then then it doesn't really work, does it? You know, it doesn't demonstrate that awareness throughout the rest of the film. It's like it's trying to have its cake and eat it isn't it it's trying to have its boobs and eat it yeah it's yeah it's completely right it it doesn't have that um it, it's trying to be self-aware but it doesn't make it because it's still utilizing that lack of it it's still utilizing exactly the same things isn't it yeah um so it's yeah it's, it's just failing and it knew it's that really- teenagers were going to want to watch it because of the boobs yeah it's like oh boobs fart jokes Maybe you'll maybe you'll get to see, you know, Stifler do something funny again. Yeah, but there weren't any fight or poo jokes. No, no, there was not. No, there was not. Um, and so yeah, I mean, this this it's very much of the the post American Pie era of of um of stupid yeah. comedies for idiot boys. The post pie decline. <laughs> That's going to be the name of my dissertation. <laughs> <laughs> um which yeah i guess what what else what else forms that so we talked about euro trip there's quite a lot of movies at that time but all of them have just disappeared from the memory and disappeared from the public consciousness thankfully um juice bigelow oh yeah which <laughs> i guess yeah, kind of falls into that in era schnoon in schnoon so yeah. i mean schneidloon schneidloon i'm looking at you. 2001 in film now to see what came through how high that's just just oh, an yeah. aside that's something else <laughs> <laughs> also a film that we watched at school and thought was hilarious american pie 2 so yeah they started churning out the sequels at that point didn't they yeah yeah um yeah they started they started pushing out the sequels which at some point i guess we'll need to talk about um american pie 2 yeah because my my recollection is that american pie 2 was okay but yeah i i seem to remember they have like a beach party and that's all i can remember about it yeah it's about Um, them trying to have sex at a party i guess you have 40 days and 40 nights but again that's got a bit too much of an emotional attachment to be considered a sex comedy i don't think i ever saw that one oh really that's something we should talk about at some point it's a it is a rom it's like a teen rom-com Right. Um, more than anything else. 2002 on two now. What oh, comes up is The Hot Chick. The Hot Chick. With Rob Schneider wearing a, a cucumber face mask on it. Oh, wow. Cannot wait to watch that. That sounds amazing. Yeah. Um, Mr. Deeds. I suppose you had Club Dread, which is more like a horror comedy, but it's also a sex comedy, a horror sex comedy. I never saw that. It, it has one extremely funny joke in it where you know bill paxton mm-hmm. um he plays a washed up um singer who's really angry because just before margaritaville came out he released a song called pina colada berg and had all of his <laughs> <laughs> and he had all, all of the 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 wind taken out of his sails and yeah that's a really funny joke and he sings it at one point in the in the film um but yeah that's kind of a sex comedy kind of a a, 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 a horror movie spoof um, I suppose you also had Wet Hot American Summer, which is almost oh, yes. it's, it's a spoof of those kind of movies at the same time as they were making a genuine earnest um, sort of rise to the top again, which is interesting that that came out around the same time. But maybe that's why it it has gone down as a cult favorite rather than an actual success. Yeah. Um, so yeah, um, was Euro Trip related to road trip at all it was so if you remember it's it had a thing on it that was like from the producers who brought you road trip or something quite tenuous like that but i'm not sure exactly what the link is right okay um what about without a paddle that's another one of the era wasn't it i've never seen that that's got that's got stifler in it hasn't it that's that's bros going camping if i remember correctly oh yeah um again i don't know if there's any women in it at all (laughs) just bros 
just bros bros going camping that's what we want from a sex comedy that's yeah. what we want from our raunchy teen comedies bros going camping in the woods that's the thing they call them sex comedy but really it's just bros doing bro stuff and talking yeah. about sex bros being and if bros you're lucky being bros being bros there might be some sex if you're lucky <laughs> if if you if if you're really well behaved we'll show you a boob yeah <laughs> but don't don't get too attached to it because the, the next five scenes will be Tom Crean trying to feed a, feed a mouse to a snake. <laughs> oh, one I have forgotten about is Van Wilder. Oh, yeah. That's another one. That's that quite Ryan a nasty Reynolds, one, isn't it? it? Yeah, I've, I'm not a fan of it. Um, and then there was the one where he was... There, there's one where he's a... There, there, this was an era for, for Ryan Reynolds, wasn't it? Because you also had that terrible one at Christmas. Just Friends. Um, yep. And that is the one, awful. Is it Waiting, the one where he works in a diner? That's another one. I don't one think I've seen era, that. I think. Um, so, yeah. So, it was... It was a. It was an era, wasn't it? It certainly was, yeah. And, you know, as, a, as I said in the American Pie episode, there wasn't much else to do, you know? I mean, I did have a Nintendo 64, but... All you could do is go to the cinema and go, oh, God, Road Trip is the only movie to watch. Well, we might as well. Yeah. I mean, we'd have had to sneak in as well because we'd have been too young. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, it's, uh, yeah, uh, this is a, a a movie I do not intend to watch any time again soon, let's be honest. No, I'll just watch the Tiny Salmon song on YouTube. <laughs> I will watch Tom Green get furious that a snake won't eat a mouse. Um, but that's about as far yeah. as I'll get. That was fun. Tom Green was funnier than I expected it to be. I expected yeah. him to be yeah. really just terrible in the way that sometimes you look back at stuff from that era like Jackass or whatever and you're like, actually, this is really dumb. But there was some funny stuff on Jackass as yeah, well. So actually I, a lot of that stuff you realise, even though it was extremely stupid, there was heart to it. And some yeah, of the surrealist exactly. stuff does exactly. land still. Yeah, and I, I was I was really surprised at how funny I found Tom Green as well in this. I was like, oh, I was not expecting to laugh at him. Just the excitement in his face when he's like, is he? Are we going to feed the? Are we going to feed the snake? And yeah. it's just like, God, that's so creepy. But you can just imagine knowing someone like that at university who's, who's just a very odd human being. I think we definitely did know know people like that, didn't we? That was that was me and you, Paddy. We were the people who were like, oh God, they're the weirdos. Here come the snake boys. <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah exactly um so uh yeah th- so there's there's moments of truth in this terrible lie of a film um that you can kind of enjoy but overall this is a a, a bad one yeah it, it's not really worth your time if i'm honest there's there's much better stuff you could be watching i'm sure yeah yeah um like uh like archive 81 I've been Ooh, watching recently that? on Netflix, which is very good. Um, a supernatural time-bending mystery slash horror about this person who gets hired to um, to go and sort of um, go through this, this record of tapes that were recovered from the, a fire in a building in the 90s um, and, and revive them and uh weird stuff happens so you've got the kind of story back in the 90s of the apartment building and then you've got him in modern day trying to fix them um and uh yeah it's very good it's based on a podcast that i very much enjoyed um and it's it's been given this excellent yeah. adaptation by um by netflix so uh, yes that's a recommendation don't watch road trip go and watch archive no, 81 don't, it's, don't watch it's... road trip Oh, I gave eighty-one super creepy and really well done. Go and watch it and watch Yellow Jackets. Is, yes, I've now looked that good. one up and it looks really yeah. good. Um, so that's that's what we're watching at the moment. We finished Archive eighty-one now and are making our way through Yellow Jackets. We watched a quite funny comedy series called Girls Five Ever, which was very enjoyable. Have you heard of that one? Girls had, Five Ever. No, had one not. season last year and they're working on the second season right now. It's about like a '90s girl group, um, you know, a group who were famous in the '90s, then disbanded, sort of coming back to prominence now. Um, it stars Sarah Bareilles, Billy, Busy Phillips, Renee Elise Goldsberry, Paula Pell, all of whom are very, very funny as this kind of girl group, and they're now sort of around all around forty years old, trying to rekindle the band, and it's really. Is really well put together and the songs um, are really, really good as well, which really makes it. 
it's all kind of totally believable. And you know, I love a show that's like um, that manages to work in songs properly, but it's it's really funny. And the episodes are only like twenty minutes, so you could get through the, the whole season in a couple of hours. But. That sounds great, and I I love Busy Phillips. I think she's incredibly funny, so um, I'm looking forward to that. I will try and find that down, find that. And I see that one of the episodes is called Air Pig. Yep. Um, all over that. I don't want any context for that. I hope a pig comes up in that episode flying in the air um yeah that's yeah, exactly no, what happens and there's a song about it that sounds really good um <laughs> did you ever watch cougar town with busy phillips no i had good things about that yeah that was um it, it was really good that was the the guy who did um scrubs the thing yes, he did after scrubs that's right with uh with courtney cox and uh busy phillips and yeah it's, it's very good it's really sort of heartwarming down to earth comedy but with that kind of scrubs-esque quirkiness um so yeah i was i was a big fan of that i thought it was good hmm, um cool. worth, worth a watch if you can track it down i'm sure it's on something um, i'm sure i can get hold of it yes. but you know i never watch anything apart from the films we do in this show so <laughs> and and not poor patrol but other and stuff not poor patrol yeah it's, yeah kids stuff yeah sure i've seen the tiger who came to tea about 125 times so you know <laughs> You need to start showing your son road trip and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. He he would actually love to see a snake eat a mouse. <laughs> <laughs> because that's what almost happens in the Gruffalo. Oh, yeah, of course, of course. Yeah. But, um, yeah, so no, I, I, I watched a few of those. And then when it's time to do to watch my stuff, I might play 10 minutes of a Castlevania game, read one page of a book, and then fall asleep, probably. So that's oh, parent life. That's, that's, that's parent life. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, have you got anything else you want to say about this movie? No, I think we've covered it. At one point, oh, the um, when they go to see Barry's grandparents, the the grandmother is the old woman from the Wedding Singer. They appreciated yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. His name, I, nice. his name escapes me, but she was she was quite funny. And his name, Tom Green's character's name is Barry Manilow, because it's always funny to just give someone the name of someone else's name. <laughs> exactly and that's kind of tells you the level of humor that you can expect from this film (laughs) so um, that's very true um i've got a little bit of trivia for you um so uh for starters none of the universities mentioned are real universities okay you needed that um there's an ithaca college not uh not an oh, and it's university. university of texas is in right, austin yeah. Yeah, exactly right. right yeah rather than the university of austin um the flyover scene at the opening is actually harvard um and they used exactly the same footage in old school three years later <laughs> why not if <laughs> which why not it. if we gotta use it um they were gonna use moby's version of the james bond theme when the car was driven over the bridge um, but the budget didn't allow him to use the song, so they switched it out for something more generic. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I thought we were going to say because Moby said no. <laughs> Moby was like, no, how dare you? Um, uh, Zach Galifianakis auditioned for the role of Barry Manilow. Ah, okay. Um, and then interestingly enough, he played basically exactly the same character in The Hangover. I was going to say, I could imagine him putting a mouse in his mouth. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, uh, yeah, so that's just a little bit. Reese Witherspoon was considered for Beth. Okay, um, I, I could see that. Should have been fine, but Reese Witherspoon, you you don't need to be in this movie, Reese Witherspoon. I you can do better. On you over the years. Legally Blonde was around this time, wasn't it? It was, yeah, yeah. Um, so so yeah, and and then something else to call out is that the movie shares a very similar plot to the film um, Overnight Delivery, uh, which came out in 1998. So in both stories, a young man in a long-distance relationship gets anxious after not hearing from his girlfriend, uh, then sends her a package of proof of his own infidelity and ends up chasing the package across the country to retrieve it before she opens it. That's exactly the same plot. I've never yeah. heard of this. This is a Paul a, Rudd and Reese Witherspoon? What the yeah, hell? Yeah, it's a Paul Rudd movie. Um, Director Wyatt, video? God, he Wyatt looks like a child on this film. He does, yeah. It's one of the few movies where he doesn't look exactly the same age. He writes an angry letter to his girlfriend believing she's dating Ricker. Ricker's a dog. <laughs> Helped by stripper Ivy, he tries to get the letter off a truck in the next 24 hours. Well then, that's a film. So basically Road Trip is that, but with boobs and Tom Green. Well, maybe there's boobs in this. Who knows? Maybe there is. It's got, yeah. it's got a, what is this cast? Christine Taylor, Reese Witherspoon, Sarah Silverman. <laughs> 
my god. <laughs> this is a good cast for a direct-to-video terrible sex sex i'm going to assume it's a sex comedy it, it just says a romantic comedy on wikipedia it doesn't okay. say sex comedy okay um but yeah so yeah this movie has lots of similarities to that um and if you go to imdb.com and go to road trip this the screenshot that's used for the play trailer image perfectly matches the entire tone of this stupid film and i highly recommend you all go there and have a look at it to know exactly what i mean and that's all you need to know about this movie. IMDb road trip. See, I I usually go for Wikipedia over IMDb just to force of have Oh yeah, it's Brecken Meyer with his face going oh, going, oh. <laughs> yeah, doing doing a lad face, lad face. Um, so yeah, this movie's bad, and don't watch it. But is there anything else you want to say, or shall we shall we go to to road just? That I, I think if you did watch it at the time and you're around our age and you have nostalgia for it, it might it might be an interesting one for you, and you might find Tom Green funnier than expected. But generally, there's much better stuff out there you could be watching. Yeah, yeah, there's there's better stuff to watch. Maybe you can watch it for the nostalgia trip. But I I watched this when I was younger, and I don't remember hating it. I don't remember loving it. No, and it's it's not it's it's not held up. <laughs> <laughs> keep chasing that impossible dream like yeah. the tiny salmon that's a good message yeah exactly exactly um so right uh how are we gonna rate this bad boy then uh, how many mice do you need to feed to the snake uh so i've got to feed the snake seven mice yeah, that that's reasonable. I I'll I'll concur with that. That's and most of those points are going to Tom Green and not to the rest of the cast. Yeah, yeah, one hundred percent. This movie. Five is- of those are for the Tiny Salmon song. <laughs> yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, right. So, what have, what have we got next then? Well, we're actually going to talk about a film that was released in the same year that came up on last week's podcast when we were talking about Eugene Levy, and I can't put it off any longer, which is Best in Show, because you haven't seen it, oh, and I excellent. really want yes. you to see it. Yeah, no, I have not seen it, so I'm excited about this. Excellent. It's it's not a sex comedy, so it'll be something different, but it is a dog movie. So <laughs> It's a dog movie. Yeah. What more could you want? I was obviously tempted to go for Beethoven, but I'll just have to leave that one on the back burner for a little while. <laughs> Well, yeah, we'll, we'll get round to watching Beethoven and Beethoven Second. Um, do you want to watch any of the other Beethoven movies? I don't know. I haven't seen them. Maybe we could do the third one, potentially, but the other ones, I think, will upset me. Sure. <laughs> sure. <laughs> cool stuff. I'm looking forward to this one. Yeah. All right. Well, thanks a lot for tuning in. We really appreciate it. And if you did watch Road Trip, we hope you got something out of it. If you didn't, then good, because you've now heard us talking about it, so you don't have to. Um <laughs> <laughs> there's a link in our show notes to where you give us money like a tip jar you can find us on twitter at big boys don't pod on email big boys don't cry podcast at gmail.com and we will be back next week to talk about best in show Alrighty, bye-bye. Right. bye bye bye